I don't know what the next check is going to come from, but you know what? For the first time, I'm not worried about it because it's not for me to figure out. It's for me to find out. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Wealth. If you are brand new here, here's what you need to know. We are a community of purpose chasers, and we believe in the original 12th century definition of wealth, which says it's all about the condition of well-being. It's not so much about just money and material possessions as the world would have you believe. And so each and every week, we seek to unpack what that really looks like by using our six pillars of wealth. If you want to know more about those, head to patricewashington.com forward slash start here. PatriceWashington.com forward slash start here. You get access to a free audio training that breaks down the six pillars of wealth. And it even has a mini assessment so that you can figure out what pillar you need to start with in order to start to improve your finances from the inside out. Before we jump into this week's episode, it's brought to you by Created for Purpose. It's my free five-day challenge that is all about helping you get unstuck around how your gift and the marketplace are supposed to come together purposefully. If you know anything about me, you know that my career was built in a time like this, and I fumbled my way through this online game so you wouldn't have to. So instead of you YouTubing and Googling and piecemealing all the things together, I'm going to teach you in that five-day live challenge how to prevail online and thrive even in turbulent times. To sign up, head to patricewashington.com forward slash challenge. Again, that's patricewashington.com forward slash challenge. We begin on December 7th and I want you to be there because I believe you were created for purpose, with purpose, on purpose. So let's do this. So we're continuing on with National Entrepreneurs Day, celebrating women from the Purpose to Platform community who have just done some really remarkable things. And I'm excited to introduce you today to Megan De La Concha. Megan is a wife and mother of two who just recently dove headfirst into purpose. Growing up in a middle-class conservative Christian household, life was pretty normal for Megan until her 20s when she found herself surrounded by drug abuse and domestic violence. After losing her identity, voice, and self-worth, Megan divinely landed in two years of therapy, medication, and a ton of hard work. She's got three master's degrees and she's the host of the Pep Talks with Megan De La Concha podcast. I am so excited for you to hear her amazing story. Without further ado, here's my girl, Megan De La Concha. Welcome to the Redefining Wealth podcast, Megan. Hello, Patrice. I'm so excited to be here. Now, how many times have you heard me say welcome to the Redefining Wealth podcast? I, I feel like I am in my car and I just turned on my podcast app and I'm just like, oh, wait, I'm not listening. I am speaking on this. So every week, probably for, <laughs> I think I started listening to you a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. That's insane. And now we're here. Oh, amazing. Insane. You're right. Insane. <laughs> so you were just going to tell me that you were sharing with your family that you were going to be on the podcast? Yes. Yes. So this whole journey that we'll get into has been new for everybody. My parents had have no idea exactly where I have come. They are visiting this weekend. And I was just telling them that it was around November of last year when you were spotlighting all these amazing women who were just doing amazing things with their lives and their business. And just thinking to myself, my God, this is amazing. And kind of wishing that I was in that position but this time last year, having zero idea of how to even get to where these women were. And I had just only began to understand the platform and the program that you were giving to these women. Mm -hmm. so it is 
I really have to stay in the moment because if I get outside and take a look at what has all happened, it's truly, it can be very overwhelming as to think that I'm here talking to you on a podcast to what I've been listening to religiously every Thursday, every Thursday morning on my way to work. And then I would finish it on my way home from work. Oh, wow. I just love that. I love that. And I don't feel surprised at all. I think maybe you're surprised, but I knew when you came into Purpose to Platform, I just had really great hope and expectation for you. And I was sharing this with you on one of our last Friday calls that when we close the doors to Purpose to Platform, actually, I'm really a stickler about when the doors are closed, they're closed. Because I really do believe that you have to you know, first of all, I'm not a gimmicks and tricks type person. So I don't do the like, it's extended again and again and again. It's like, no, when it's done, it's done. But the night that we closed Purpose to Platform, I think it was the next day, I just woke up out of my sleep and I just felt this really strong sense of like, you have to, you have to make another invitation. And you, I don't know if you grew up in church like I did, but you, I don't know. I, I went to, you know, good old AME black church <laughs> and they would extend that altar call for another 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. They'd be like, is there one? Is there one? Yes. And I felt that is there one in my spirit, right? But I didn't wow. feel an integrity doing a whole email blast and all this stuff. What came to me was just to ask the coaches, that supported during our Creative for Purpose Challenge, was there any one person that stood out to you in your group that you would just extend the invitation to where for whatever reason they didn't join, but maybe just ask, right? And so I know Coach Sandra, you were on her team. And she's like, well, there's one person and they didn't tell me who, they just did it. Like I, I was like, it doesn't matter to me who, I just feel very strongly that there's someone. So when she came back and said, Megan De La Concha, I was like, oh my gosh, I remember her. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she would be awesome. And to see how much you've grown in just a couple months here has just been phenomenal. So thank you for saying yes. I'm excited for you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to say yes. And not even knowing that story. If you could, I wish you could have been there on my end when she reached out to me and it was just such a back and forth and back and forth. And I mean, my mom, she was in town at that time. This has been a real, this has been a journey for her as well. Uh, to see me go through this, but I must have bounced this back and forth in my kitchen. I can tell you exactly where I was standing, one on either side. And I was, do I, do I, do I, do I, should I, I don't know. Do you think I can do it? Do you think it's a way, do you think, I mean, it was just all of the questions and they were like, Megan, pulling me to the laptop, just enter your information. Yes. Yes. And my husband who's so supportive was, yes, we'll figure it out because you have to also remember this was smack dab in the middle of the stay at home orders. I mean, my husband, who's a head chef, his uh, restaurant had closed down for the time being. He was on unemployment. My hours, I work for a nonprofit hospital. My hours are being cut for the time being. It was a really scary time, especially financially. So to think that I was going to make an investment in myself at the time, felt selfish. There was just something that had drawn me to this. And God was just laying it on my heart through my husband and through my mom to say, just do it. And I was shaking. I mean, physically, my hands were shaking, typing in my information. And I I look back now and I realize what I probably didn't know or want to necessarily admit because change is scary. But I felt that as soon as I hit this button, it's all over in the best way. Meaning this mediocre life that I had been on the side settling for was about to blow up in such a big way. And there was no turning back for me. Like I am on the track and this was going to be so huge because I, not just you, but I believed in this program and I must have read your, the program description over and over and over (laughs) sure like what is it what is it and I just felt such a sense of overwhelm that this was going to be a a game changer and change my life and was I ready for that and I realized it is 100% 
a life changer. I mean, I can't, I just can't even explain it enough. Oh my gosh. I love it. One of the things that I've seen you post in our group is about how much your faith has grown too in this process. Can you kind of talk about that? Because for obviously, you know me at this point now. So you listened for years, but now just being more intimately inside of the group and in coaching that the faith pillar is such a big part of what we talk about and not forcing anyone to believe anything in particular, but just understanding that there's something greater for your purpose. How has that shifted for you during this time? So Patrice, much like you, I grew up in a very conservative Christian home. We went to church every Sunday. I went to youth group every Wednesday night. And I always knew and I was aware of God. And I'd always believed in him in the sense that I believed that he created the earth, that our faith must be in him. I was aware of the Bible. I was aware of the scripture. But when I got probably into the high school, college age, I really didn't dive any deeper. I mean, I wasn't going around professing my faith. I believe there was even one point where I didn't even, I questioned whether I could call myself a Christian. I didn't read the Bible. I didn't do devotions. But you know, in the hard times, God was always there. He was always the name I called on. God, please, God, please. I need to make, I need to get into this school. I need to get this. I mean, you know, I really believed in him then. So being on this journey has, I mean, and I want to say like in just the past few months, I want to say actually in the past year, I've really started to get back to the root of my faith and say, you know what? I want to do devotions more. I want to meditate more on the word of God, on the scripture. And I really started incorporating that into my morning routine with intention. And then I have to say from the time I started to renew my own personal faith and find my God and my father and claim myself as his daughter and recognize that it has just, the pathway has just led me exactly to where I am today. In the past few months, I have never walked, truly taken steps. Like I feel I am walking physically in faith and I have surrendered my self-will to him. I have surrendered my fears I have surrendered the fact that I feel like I had to do it all, my self-righteousness, my ego, my pride. And I have never fully been able to do that because I've always held on a little bit to me, me, me. I had to take care of it. Mm -hmm. So everything that God has shown me and done for me that has actually come easy once you obey the call, once you say yes. And I believe you did a podcast on the cost of disobedience. Yeah. Real. It is so real. And I might not have understood fully at that time, but I understand fully now. So my faith in him has just blossomed. And he is calling me, Patrice, to do things that even right now, honestly, I'm like, oh God, are you sure with me? Are you sure that you want me to do a prayer partnership? Are you sure that you want me to write a how-to guide on how to deepen your connection, you know, with you? Because I've just been doing this you know, the past couple months. But that is probably the biggest thing that I have gained so much clarity on. And that is just, he is the ultimate author. He just gives you the pen and the paper. I love it. I love it. It's been so good to watch. Um, Just to watch everyone kind of go from the first few weeks where we're giving out the challenges and and you guys are in the group like, oh, uh -uh, no. (laughs) And now it's like, I can't stop you guys from I'm like, oh, so you posting again. Oh, okay. So you're you're going live again. Oh, okay. So cool. Now it's not such a struggle. So tell us what you have flushed out and purpose the platform. Like, what is your message, your big promise? that you're putting out into the world. Absolutely. Um, So I am the founder of Megan De La Concha LLC. And I'm also the creator and the host of the brand new podcast of Pep Talks with Megan De La Concha. And what my brand surrounds and who I am serving are women And my promise to them is empowering them with confidence and resilience and transformation through faith. 
And to go back to the faith message, Patrice, when I first started the program, my big promise was empowering women with faith, confidence, and resilience. But with this journey, all I did was I shuffled the words around to to align, and that was now empowering women with confidence, resilience, and transformation through faith, because that is that is the spring, that is the source of it all. And so I serve women who feel like they are struggling and have been struggling for a really long time to find who they are, whether they've never really found and never really had the confidence to come forth into this life, into their world that they're creating as genuinely and as authentically as they can be, or may have started off knowing who they were, but went through some type of traumatic experience or a childhood experience and have lost completely who they are. I serve women who feel empty, who feel that they are battered and they're broken, who feel they're just not good enough, they're not worthy, who feel they are settling for a life because this is just the hand that was dealt to them and they weren't the lucky one to deserve wealth or deserve a loving relationship or even just deserve to be happy. And I, I know that because that used to be me. I was going to say, I would love for you to share some of your backstory because I was blown away. Absolutely. Yes. I have always felt in my childhood growing up, I was labeled, I was a tomboy. I was weird. I am very, I was very unusually sarcastic for such a young child. So nobody in my play circle really understood the jokes that I would make or the dry sense of humor. So it was, oh, I always came off as weird or I was too loud or I was too much. I'm a very empathetic person. I am very charismatic. And it just, it was never accepted well. So I always felt like I had to dim my own light because as children, when we become aware of other people's thoughts and opinions of us, it manifests in us physically. And I was creating this reality for myself based on other people's thoughts. So I wasn't funny. I would try not to talk. Um, I would try to be perfect. I would try to feel accepted and whole, but I just never did. I, I would always be included in things, but I always felt like an outsider. I had friends. I made good grades. I played sports. I went to college. All of that was fairly easy for me. But I just never felt like people really saw who I was. And I lacked a lot of confidence and I lacked a lot of, or I was very insecure in my own self deep within. So that led me to getting into a relationship that was mentally and emotionally and at the end, physically abusive. I was in my early 20s. And if anybody knows anything about dealing with narcissists, that's exactly what I was dealing with. They are master manipulators. And when I was in my healing process from that, my therapist described it as, because she really helped me understand how I got into this relationship without blaming myself and understanding what the relationship was. And it had nothing to do with me. I'd like attracting this into my life because I was a bad person or because I deserved it in any way. But she, it's like water dripping onto a pipe. You don't really notice it and there's really no damage. And then soon it just starts to rust a little, a little by little by little. And then eventually when you know you have a pipe problem, it's because it burst. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's too, so over the course of this relationship, which was all of my 20s, I did not know what I was getting into. I have never been around um, or experienced or been exposed to domestic violence or drug use. So it wasn't even anything that I honestly could recognize or realize until I was thick into it. And this person manipulated and prey on my insecurities, on my anxiety, and just isolated me slowly from friends, from my own family. I felt worthless. I felt disgusting. I felt shame, guilt, 
that I was in this relationship and how did I get into it? And that maybe I wasn't deserving of love. And you know what? This is what everybody goes through and it's just going to get better. Why was I being treated this way? You know, how does someone gain or feel such where they were happy to just hold me down? And I was in pieces. I couldn't, Patrice, there was a time where I, I didn't even recognize my own name. And that's the feeling that I, you can't explain until you are at the bottom, bottom of the barrel, scraping the scum, just trying to break through to something. What, what does that mean when you say you didn't recognize your own name? I had no idea who I was. Mm-hmm. And people would, you know, when you find your identity in your name, like I am Patrice Washington. And this mm-hmm. is you know, like your brand. It's what you stand for. Just like Megan De La Concha now is what I, I know what I stand for. When I heard my name or saw my name, I was just like, it meant nothing. Mm. Didn't even feel like a person. I just, it was so demeaning. It was, I was so desperate. I was so sad. I was, I dealt with crippling anxiety and depression for the first, my first son was born out of this relationship and I was in the hospital by myself, 27 years old. I just had an emergency C-section. I knew nothing about C-sections. First time mom in the middle of this relationship by myself. And it was so bad. I was so, instead of worrying about myself and my son, I was so worried about this other person because I was so afraid to say something wrong or do something wrong. I was, my mind was so rewired to the point, Patrice, where the painkillers that I was supposed to be taking for myself I would hide under my tongue so that when my son's father would come to the hospital, I would have it for him to take and just go home. And I was sat there in pain with a new baby, with nobody, with nothing. Wow. So what was the, what was the process to get through that? So obviously not in that relationship anymore. Thank goodness. Right. And What I love about what you're sharing though, Megan, is because when people start to have some measure of success, right? And you have your podcast and you're inspiring people, you're encouraging women and you're showing them about, you know, you're sharing with them about confidence and resilience and transformation through faith. When we don't tell the story, people don't always, because you don't look like what you've been through. I know. Right. And you show up as (laughs) loud bubbly fun right always have a funny you you're good for a funny gif in a facebook group like you're good for a funny meme right so we see you today and we don't know that that's the story and i just want to applaud you first of all for being so authentic and transparent and vulnerable because it's easy for people to to hear someone's story and go well that's easy for her Mm-hmm. that's easy for her. Of course, she's peppy. Look at her. She's a mm-hmm. cute girl. She should be peppy. She should be happy, right? <laughs> um, so what from your story, if you could share a couple things, like what from your story did you learn that you are now helping other women, you know, kind of transition through these types of scenarios? Absolutely. I have to say, um, the strength that I was able to find to finally get out of this relationship was, and this is where my faith really kind of took hold again or presented itself in my life because I call this my footprints in the sand moment. I can tell you the events, the exact events of what happened for me to get out of this relationship. And it happened within a day. But when I look back, there was only one set of footprints and that was God. There is no way he scooped me up and he said, enough is enough. And he carried me out and he delivered me from this relationship. And I don't even want to call it that, (laughs) but from this situation, from this, me and my son, because when my son was born, I had made a decision. Something's got to change. I mean, I had a bag packed and hidden, but I didn't know how to leave. I didn't know where to go. I I felt no one was going to believe me because this is what they saw, but on a smaller level, because I was faking everything. Oh, everything's great. Everything's fine. Yeah. No one knew a thing that was going on behind closed doors. Once I was able to get out, I sought out my family and I realized not everybody has a support system. And at the end of the day, it's 
like Beyonce said, it's me, myself, and I is all I got in the end. But I made a promise to myself that there was no way, and no way was this, I was going to lay down from this. I wanted to play victim. I wanted to be hardened and I wanted to be bitter towards love and towards people because I was hurting so bad inside. I didn't care about anybody else, but my spirit wouldn't let me do that. God would not let me do that. He kept saying, no, 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 you're not, this is not you. This is, this does not define you. And that's the message I want to get out to these other women is those pieces of you that are still laying there broken, that's still you. You don't need to get out the broom and wipe them under the rug. You don't need to lay there broken. We need to pick up those pieces and put you back together in a different way, in a way that is strong and empowering and resilient because people are going to come in your life and they're going to try to shake you and chip you and scratch your paint. And they're going to try to take a hammer to you. But when you're built back up, through God and through the confidence that you found in him and knowing that your spirit, nobody can touch that. And you are bigger and you are better than those opinions of other people. You're bigger and better than the thoughts of other people. When you rise above that, you are unstoppable and nothing can shake you. Nothing. And I cannot express enough to these women that they are everything that they desire to be they it, it's already there let let me help you put these pieces back together let me help you create this amazing life because a lot of times we look to the past and all we find is pain when in reality that same pain that wants to hold us down or we want to keep holding us down is really just the power mm-hmm holds the power that we need to build this amazing self, to build our confidence, to build, make true transformation so that we can have the life that we want. And, and that honestly, we probably couldn't even imagine because I will tell you sitting right here, I knew my life was going to get better. And I knew I was going to do the work in order for it to thrive. And I was going to find a happy, I was going to be in a happy, healthy place in myself and in my marriage and as a mother but what I'm doing right now, I never, I, I did not have this in my vision. Mm-hmm. The more it happens, the more I just want to tell people, like, I understand. I have been there. And I am the voice that you need while you're in that situation to tell you this. No, no, no. This does not stop you. This is going to empower you to build the life and to build the person, the woman that you have always known that you are and get you to, to that point to be that woman, to fully live that woman in all of God's grace and all of God's glory. You know, speaking of becoming this woman, did you realize that you were going to become an entrepreneur, like a full-blown entrepreneur? Because you recently, you recently tipped out and just did your own thing, but the way that it all happened was incredible. So can we just tell a piece of that story? Yes, ma'am. And I, to this, I no. I, first of all, no, I cannot believe that I, I can officially label myself as an entrepreneur. Like what? Whose life am I living? And I don't care. They can't have it back because this is, I'm going to make it my life. <laughs> but the way that it happened. So Patrice, I started this program in June. We are not even four months fully into it, not even four months. And let me tell you, I work, I'm not, I a mother of two, a wife. I work a very, you know, rigorous nine to five um, and trying to do this program. And within, God, I want to say within the first month, I knew, yes, a couple of years down the line, I was going to have my own coaching program. I was going to have this podcast that had been going on for two to three years. I was going to have this program. I was going to have that. It was going to be amazing. I knew that's what I was working towards. And then all of a sudden, fast track. And I had just felt a calling that all of a sudden the joy and my heart was not in my nine to five, which it was, it's a great job. It's a great job. It's a great organization. 
I went, I prayed for this job. I prayed for this job. So you can imagine mm-hmm. that I have when I was praying to get out of it. <laughs> like, oops, God, um, I can take it back. But it's all about- well, it's all in seasons, you know. Exactly. In the season exactly. you prayed for it, it was what you needed. Yes, yes. And so I had just been feeling this conflict and I just knew, I knew, I knew what the future looked like, but I didn't know what the journey looked like. And as you always say, I do not become attached to the way it's supposed to look, to the way I think it's supposed to go, like A, B, C, D. I became attached to the obedience. I became attached to, I will obey. And God, I'm a little nervous, but (laughs) I trust you. And so within a week, and really within two days, I had gotten clarity that this is what I was supposed to be doing. But I just did not know how I was going to break from my nine to five. I have a family to support. And I'm not here to say I went from paycheck to paycheck to I'm making a six figure income. I'm still living paycheck to paycheck. But this is the real raw journey of it. This is the example of how you take those, those leaps of faith. And so saying yes to the call. I had a plan in my head that I was going to give it to the end of the year. And I was going to put my two week, my notice in, it was going to be a 30 day notice. And I was going to start January, 2021, fresh as a daisy. And God said, cool. Nope. You're going to start today. So I went to work. My boss called an impromptu meeting that I was like fighting and resisting to go to. I sat in there and he just said, Megan, we really need to speak about your career And we need to talk about your future because I've been seeing what you've been doing. I looked at your website. I listened to a podcast and I've been feeling on my heart. And this is a man who relies on me to run his life at the hospital. And he said, I just have felt on my heart that I need to tell you it's okay to go. Wow. Mike, I was like, I'm sorry, what? He said, I see what you've been doing and what you're doing is so needed and you are the person to do it. He said, your heart is not here anymore. And that's okay. Your heart is what you've been doing. I see it, I feel it, I hear it. And I have to tell you, you have to follow your dreams. You have to follow your heart. If you do not, and he got real, I mean, he had like the finger at me and everything. You are going to be doing a disservice to not just yourself, but your family. You have to be happy. And I just started bawling, crying because I was like, well, this is what I was going to tell you a few months from now, but I guess we're going to do it today. And that's when he said, how can I support you in a 30 day transition? So we started that day. I officially put my resignation notice in and I still even can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but in 30 days, I will officially be fully immersed in this purpose that was introduced to me in June. I'll be the CEO of my own brand, my own company, working from home, loving life, spending time with my children and just building and just, again, walking in faith and obeying the call. And I have never felt such empowerment, such enlightenment, such excitement. I mean, I, again, I don't know what, I don't know what the next check is going to come from, but you know what, for the first time, I'm not worried about it because it's not for me to figure out. It's for me to find out because God has it figured out. Ooh, I love that. It's not for me to figure out. It's for me to find out. That is really trust. That is really the crux of like trusting the process because when we want to you know, when we have to know what it all is going to look like, that's the thing that keeps most people stuck because you don't, you have no idea. You are not in control of what's going to happen from day to day. And earlier you mentioned that even when you signed up, it was in the kind of the height of the pandemic, the protests mm-hmm. had just started, the George Floyd, yes. you know, murder had just taken place. And I was like, oh no, I died. this is not the season to be opening <laughs> up a program. <laughs> Like, absolutely not. And I had to pray about it and I was fighting it. And I just kept feeling the Holy Spirit like, nope, you got to go. You got to go. And when I look at what's happened for so many of the women in the program, I think about what if I had not. Right. Oh, my gosh. I wouldn't be here. 
Mm-mm. No. Thank you for your obedience, Patrice. Because <sighs> you really are transforming. I, I feel like transforming isn't really even the word, but you are providing every everything we need. I mean, when people ask about this program, I feel I'm doing a disservice by me trying to explain it. And as you can tell, I'm very wordy. I am very enthusiastic about it. This is exactly how I explain your program. And I still feel like I'm not getting to the, because it's so much more. It is, it is just so, it's literally everything. It is literally a transformational, a life transforming program. So I can't thank you enough. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just grateful for both of our obedience. How about that? (laughs) The thing that I'm excited about for you, though, is as you go into your entrepreneurial journey, you won't be alone because you now have a community of sisters. Mm, 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 mm. That's what I didn't have when I started. Oh, my God. I prayed for this circle of friends. I am alone here. And I will say, um, and these are all things that I also address in the podcast as well. It's really just my journey. It's a real, raw, real-time journey of what I've gone through, what I'm going through. You get to see it's full transparency. But a part of that was a part of my healing and a part of my growth. And this happened a few years ago, was cutting out toxic people from my life. And unfortunately, a lot of those presented themselves as friends, best friends in my life. And it was really hard to cut them out and keep them out without the shame, without the guilt. So I did that. And my one true BFF, my soul sister, she moved to New England to pursue her career and be closer to her family. So truly, I didn't have, I had girlfriends, but they weren't here with me. I didn't have anyone to do happy hour or brunch or just call on, I mean, I could come on the phone, but just come over and have that heart to heart. And I had just always been hearing, you know, your vibe is your tribe and you've got to surround yourself with people who are like-minded to lift you up, to keep you going, to support you. And I felt alone in that aspect, but I still was like, you know what? It's me and God. I've got my husband, my family. I've got the support, but I really need a group of girlfriends. I really need a group of sisters who are striving to better, better their lives who are confident, who are killing it out in this world, who are making a difference, who I can talk to. And they're like, yes, yes, absolutely. I feel the same way. And I've been praying that for years. And this circle, this community of women are my true soul sisters. And it is like, and I know people think, oh, it's a Facebook community or, and you do Zoom calls and yeah, And we also meet up with each other and we also call each other on the weekends. And and, I mean, truly, I just had a conversation with one of the ladies over in Ireland yesterday. We just chatted and we did like a live journal. We just wanted to vent with each other. And it has been, I mean, I was just breaking down yesterday because I'm like, I feel so supported. I could not have done, I might have done this, but in four, five, 10 years, maybe, but I would have not have done this this quickly with this much conviction, knowing that I am going to be successful because this is my calling. But I have a group of my sisters around me who are constantly supporting. And it's that true, that pure, like the pure of heart. I mean, we are not in competition with each other. We love each other. We check on each other. We can feel our energies. I mean, that's what I'm saying. This has been such an answer to prayer in so many ways, whether I asked for it or whether I didn't ask for it. Yeah, I love it. I love watching you guys. Like, I just I just love it. I love to see this the support in and out of the group. I love just scrolling by Instagram and being like, oh, they're doing a live together. Well, like, you know, like, oh, look at this. Oh, wow. It's incredible. It's incredible. And that's the thing that really encourages me about what you're going to be able to create, like what you're creating, because you're not just going out there by yourself. You know, it's nice for our spouses, our friends, our family to want to support us, but they don't always have the capacity. So as much as they're like, 
go girl, do your thing. Like we can't ask them any questions or they don't yes. know, <laughs> you know, they haven't tested anything that we should try or, you know, or they can't say, well, no, don't do that platform because it does this glitch or has this thing. When you have that circle of folks that not only get it, but they genuinely want to see you do well as well. And they're also keeping their ears out and their eyes out looking for ways that they can just like, hey, maybe you need this. I didn't need it, but here's this thing. Man, to your point, I probably would have grown sooner, quicker, faster had I not been in such isolation. And I'm very mm-hmm. excited for you that you won't be in that that type of isolation. I think it's awesome. Yes, so, absolutely. They are, sometimes are the only people, sorry, friends and family, but <laughs> sometimes they like you said, they are, they, they totally 100% get it. And when you say to them, I decided to do this, or I launched this, you know, everyone on the outside is like, like my family and and people I know are like, that is awesome. Wow. That's really great. But these sisters know the blood, sweat, the tears, the, the fears you had to overcome the constant battling in your head, the confusion versus the clarity versus the confusion versus the clarity. They know exactly what you have put into it. And they're not, if you could say, I give up, I'm going to fail. They're not going to let you, you don't Mm -hmm. have a choice. You can't back out. (laughs) No backing out. Out. <laughs> nope. They got uh, your number. I love, I love it. So Megan, what advice would you give to anyone who is maybe where you were just several months ago, who was like, I know I'm called for more. I know that there's something I perhaps should be doing. I know in a few years I may want to pivot. Um, but they're by themselves and, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're vacillating between clarity and confusion. Um, you know how it is when you're by yourself, you're talk yourself in and out all in the mm-hmm. same breath. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to them if they were thinking about joining purpose to platform or something similar? Cause I know we're not a fit for everyone, but I really do want to stress the importance of accountability, sound coaching and community. So what would Absolutely. you say? Well, from coming from me, Personally, as Megan De La Concha, I would say, yes, anytime you invest in yourself and you're, you know, it's an alignment, whether you want it, whether forget all your fears, forget the uncertainties, forget, get down to it. If you know that this is what you want to do and you look at something and you know it, we all feel it like, oh yeah, oh yeah. The message is clear. The method is clear. Yeah, that's what I want. Before everything else starts coming in, Take that and invest in that because you're never going to fail. The only person that that will allow you to fail is you. So based on that, based on if that's something that aligns truly with your heart and your spirit, invest in yourself. And also, if you're uncertain, like this whole thing with being uncertain as to whether I stay with my job for a few months or I leave, pray on it. Wait on the Lord. The Lord already knows. But what his biggest, what makes him the happiest is when his children come to him and say, God, I'm asking you to do what you promised to do. And that's to give me clarity. Because there's so many times where I didn't know if it was my voice or if it was his voice. Because like you said, being in isolation, I became a really good persuader of my own self. Either persuading me to go into something I probably shouldn't, or persuading myself to back out of something. So wait on the Lord, wait in prayer, wait in faith, wait in quiet patience, wait with a humble heart and just allow him to give you that answer. And if that deadline is coming, (laughs) um, hi, God's was like, no, ma'am, he still made it work. And I know Patrice, you are a stickler. Like I gave you enough notice. If you missed it, you missed it. Sorry, bye. They're January, 2021's around the corner. Get Get your documents and your money together. Cause that's the next time. But this God was like, no, 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 no. There's one more space. So if you are looking at a program, if you're looking, I highly obviously recommend this program. It is worth, if you want to talk about it financially, it is worth every single penny, every single penny. It is worth it. It is. So, I mean, your, your life is changing. I mean, we haven't even been in this in four months and my life has done a 180 and I know it's just still, this is just the beginning. So take a chance on yourself 
and, and just go for it. I don't care. Like, like I was, I was shaking, crying because I just didn't know. I, I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> but I just did it because I was so sick and tired of just seeing all these programs. I mean, like, that's nice. That's cool. Wish I could do that. It was right in front of me. So just go for it. Invest in yourself because you are never invest in yourself and trust the Lord and you will never fail. Amen. All right. Before I let you go, Megan, I'm going to ask you a few redefining wealth, rapid wisdom questions. You've heard these a million times. So you should have rehearsed your answers in your car at some point, some point in the past. So let's get to it. How do you define success? Okay. How I define success is walking in faith. How do you define wealth in three words or less? Three words or less. Can I use the same answer? (laughs) (laughs) That would be a first, but I'm going to stretch you. Nope. I am going to say, for me personally, it's loving yourself. Good. But it, it really is. It's loving yourself. Very good. I'm with it. Okay. What's one book that has helped you redefine how you see wealth? Okay. So every time I listen to this question, I'm always like, come on, come on, come on. And quite honestly, the only book that I have read on any type of wealth has been your book. And that's your first book, I believe, The Real Money Answers. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it was, that is a pillar in my life that I am really, um, that's been the weakest point, the weakest pillar in my life that I, that I'm striving for. And, you know, I believe in Dave Ramsey. I tried to, I tried to read his book. I just wasn't at the place. I got to your book and the, from the moment I started reading it, I couldn't put it down. And it was almost like finding your podcast all over again. Ooh, I love it. And that is not, you know, to <laughs> teacher's pet or butter you up or anything, but that is truly, that is true. I've tried so many other things that just have not resonated with me. I even, I think Jen Sincero is the mm-hmm. you know, badass. I, I love her. I love the way she writes. She's hilarious. She's sarcastic. She's real. But I think I got halfway through the book and I put it down and I never picked it back up. And that's not, to, that was just where I was. And so, I think if you picked it back up now, you'd be ready. I think I, after I, uh, going 100%. through purpose to platform. And yeah. After going through purpose to platform, I think if you pick it back up, the you're a badass at making money, that one yeah. in particular, the green one. Now yes. you'd be like, oh yeah. Yes. Because now you have so much more clarity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yours was definitely, and it really was your podcast too. Like I said, it's, it's so much more. I was looking for money. I was looking for, I need someone to help me budget. I was looking for, and I found you and I never let you go. And I was like, this is so amazing. And it just took off from there. Yay. Well, I'll take it. I'll take the shameless (laughs) plug. Thank you. Okay, the last one, you're going to fill in the blank. My name is, and to me, the truth about wealth is. My name is Megan De La Concha, and the truth about wealth is trust. Mm, just trust the process. Mm-hmm. Got it. Just, that's where I'm at. That's I'm speaking from where I'm at, and it's about faith, and it's about trust, and like I said, I don't know what the house is going to look like. I don't know what the relationships are going to look like. I don't know what the the money, I don't know what my physical, what the environment, what the space is going to look like. I just know what trust. I just know trusting and obeying. I hear it. I hear it. I'm so proud of you. So proud of you. Excited to keep watching your journey, even as you've graduated from Purpose to Platform. I'll always be in the wings lurking watching, (laughs) (laughs) checking things out, but so proud of you. And thank you for being a part of this program, this community and trusting that it will be a good investment for you. So absolutely. Yes. The theme of the theme of my season right now, trust and obedience, really. All right, I hope that you were inspired by Megan's story. Please keep coming back. 
because we have an incredible episode lined up for you tomorrow as well as the day after. I'm just so incredibly proud of all of these women. And since actually recording this episode, Megan has gone into full-time entrepreneurship. I was so excited the day that she tagged me and said, who's going to tell me when to go to lunch? Like, what's going on here? And just so proud of her journey and just a testament to Grace. And, you know, her her method that she created while in Purpose to Platform is all about grace and empowering women with confidence, resilience, and transformation through faith using this grace method. And I just love watching her move with such fire, such intention, and of course, such grace in her own life. I just continue to be inspired by each and every one of these ladies. And don't forget, we actually launched a second podcast. I know you've heard about it, but have you checked it out? I love for you to hear the real voices of the very real women from all over the world who have come through Purpose to Platform. I want you to be inspired by their stories so that if you have been holding back or finding yourself in, you know, these old stories of maybe abuse or domestic violence of some kind, and you still have this feeling that it's going to define who you are and what you get to do in the world, I just want you to hear their voices because they have such a wide array of stories so that you have examples, not of women that you might think are too far beyond where you are, of women who are taking steps every day, just a step ahead so that you know what's possible for you. So also check out the Purpose to Platform podcast where you get to hear the voices of these women and more um, every single week. It's We're just doing a series right now. It's a short run thing testing it out, but I'm really excited for others to be able to hear and witness the transformation that I get to see behind the scenes every single day. So meet us over there too. download it, help your girl out purpose to platform podcast and check out stories like Megan's and so many others. All right, you guys until tomorrow, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.